Um, welcome back to another episode of Wealth in Christ Podcast, a show where we encourage you to find spiritual and financial balance in their life through the abundance grace on God. On the podcast today, we have Ms. Charity Johnson, who's a licensed life insurance broker. And today we're going to discuss the importance of getting life insurance and how you can leverage life insurance to build wealth. So thank you for being here, Ms. Charity Johnson. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. I'm glad you all are interested in such a such a topic, you know. Thank you. Thank you. So how long have you been a life insurance broker and what led you to becoming a life insurance broker? Okay, great question. Um, so let me start by saying I've been a life insurance, a licensed agent, life insurance agent for about six years. Um, however, I've only been a broker for less than three. Um, and it's because I started on just specializing in one in one lane of life insurance, which was final expense. Um, but it wasn't until I started meeting more and more people who was more interested in doing what I was doing privately, which is leveraging life insurance and um, using it to build wealth, well, generational wealth, excuse me. And um, in the long term, also making it basically, you know, becoming my own bank using the life insurance policy. That's great. That's great. So just for those who may not know, what is the purpose of getting life insurance? Okay. Um, well, life insurance, I would say, is definitely needed just for the unexpected. You know, prematurely accidents happen every day. We all know we cannot live forever. So just a simple fact of having something in place to um, give you the peace of mind to know that your family will be taken care of um, if you was if you were ever to leave this world, um, especially because these are the people you love and care about and you care what happens to them past your death. You know, you don't want to be selfish enough to just let them figure it out. You know, so I would say life was about term life and whole life. Yeah, what is, whole, what is term life insurance and what is whole life insurance? Okay, so term life, um, just how it sounds, is a term, which means it's a period of time. Um, I like to explain to my clients that term life is compared to like you renting, like you have an apartment and you're renting, you don't own it, right? So as long as you're living in this apartment, you're going to continue to pay rent every month as long as you live there. So with term, you have um, the popular options are a 10-year term, 20-year term, and 30-year term. So just to put it in um a practical scenario, say, for example, you in your 30s, like myself. I'm in my 30s. I get a term life for 30 years, which is the max. Now, 30 years later, I'm 60-something years old. In my 60s, when I need it the most, when I'm looking to retire, the term period ends, right? So now you are no longer covered with life insurance. So therefore, you're looking for more insurance to cover you from from 60 until the good Lord calls you home. Therefore, um, the price is going to increase. So anything dealing with term, once you reach the period of your term policy, um, the, the um, premium you've been paying for those certain amount of years is going to increase drastically, okay, with the term policy. And it's also some term policies to where you have a feature to where you can convert it to whole life, which... We'll get in more into that too, you know, later in this podcast. But um, 
So yeah, just to keep it simple, you can get a large lump sum of money for just a little bit of money. Okay, so for example, you can get a hundred thousand for twenty dollars for thirty dollars. So just you know, don't quote me on the prices. However, it's just to give the, a picture in your mind that you can get a large lump sum just for a small amount of money with term life. Whole life, I like to explain. It's like you you have you know, took the next step and now you own your home. You was renting for years and now, you know, you want to take a um, a different route. Now you own your policy. So with whole life, it has a component which is called cash value that earns at a compounded interest rate at a 4% or higher, you know, way more than what the banks are giving you to, to um, today. I believe the banks are... Um, zero zero uh, point zero two point zero one percent so however this is the minimum um, interest you can earn on your money with whole life four percent okay and it doesn't start building cash value until after your second year majority of the times however see i get a little sidetracked <laughs> whole life is is a permanent policy because i'm very passionate about this but um whole life is a permanent policy which means once you jump into the policy wherever you start say for example using the same example from the term that thirty dollars once you lock in with thirty dollars for a whole a whole life policy it's going to be $30 from when you're 30 years old all the way up to you 100 years old. It's going to be $30. And after the second year, like I mentioned before, that's when you start gaining interest in your policy. And that's the money. It's like a savings account um, within your policy. You can borrow from your policy and there's no penalty. Okay. It doesn't report on your credit report that you're taking money from your policy. It doesn't do none of those things. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, Whole life is permanent. If you owning your policy, just like your home, when you pay your mortgage, you earning equity in your home. In a whole life policy, you building cash value, which is equity in your policy. No, thank you. I, I liked. I never. I never heard of the way you explained it in terms of um, apartments and buying a house. So I like the idea that you was able to like make it more relatable in that sense. I really do. Um, so being that said, um, I guess the next question would be. How, like, what's some requirements? Because based on, the, like, you know, your age and your health, like, a lot of different things plays a role in terms of the price. So how do you go about, you know, based on someone's age, health, like, tell them which one is, like, they should go for? Okay. Um, and let me just back up a little bit. I like to no also just clarify, um, just to, you know, dig in a little more with the term, with the term policy. So it's different type of term policies. Um I've already went over the regular policy, right? But you also have a term policy to where it's a return of premium, which means, say, for example, you get a 10-year, 20-year, 30-year policy. You pay your policy every month. You don't miss a payment. At the end of that term, you still with us, still living. you still with us. You get all of your money back, okay? So that's a type of term policy as well, return of premium. You can get 100% of your money back or you can get 50% of your money back, depending on which policy. But the most familiar um, term policy everyone um, has been exposed to is your work um, group term, which means you get the term insurance through your job. Okay, that's that's the difference. The different layers of term, whole life, 
Yes, we'll get into that. But um, to go back to your question, well, I cannot control um, the prices, the rates. However, if I could help my people out and give you a hookup just for you to get life insurance, I would. But it really depends on your health. Okay, you have to be healthy. It's, it's best that you're healthy because the healthy, healthy you are, um, the less it will cost. Okay, you will get the elite prices, so to speak. But it's just based off your age. So the younger you are, the sooner you get it, the less it would be. The older you get, the um, the more time you wait and procrastinate, the more it's going to cost you in the future. But if you look at it, you're saving money while you're young and you're pushing it off and waiting till you are older. That's money you didn't, you could have been saving that you didn't spend, right? So I always tell people, if you're healthy, that's when you should start applying and looking for policies when you're healthy. But it's some companies that will approve you if you do have some health concerns, but of course, your rates will be a lot higher and some stipulations, um, there's someone who's healthy, of course. That's great. That's great. So being that said, could you get both insurance at the same time? You know, term life for 30 years and also whole life at the same time? Can you get it at the same time? Yes. Let's you have two different insurance. I'm glad you mentioned that um, because I was going to bring that up if you if you didn't. So great question. I personally always recommend, especially mm -hmm. someone um, young. Oh, I didn't answer that question. So depending on your age, so for example, um, I would like to say people who are 50 and older, I kind of lean more on whole life. However, you can always get a combination of whole life, which is um, an index universal or a variable policy. But anyway, okay, let me get back on target. <laughs> no problem, you good. Term life. In whole life, I recommend the combination because once your term life runs out, your whole life is there backing you up. All right. So if you like it both when you're young, your term, your term premium is going to be super cheap and your whole life, you know, that's going to be set for the rest of your life. So once your term runs out, you have your whole life. So you have a peace of mind for life. You, you don't have to worry about it at all. But. Okay, go ahead. I, I'm just wait. I just get ahead of myself sometimes. You can, you can go ahead and explain. You can go ahead and explain. Um, no, no, I'll wait because right now we're just talking about the basic whole life because it's different types of whole life policies, um, which means the cash value is different because you do have it's the such thing as a whole life policy with a high cash value. But once I'm assuming that's what we're going to build up to get to because that's the policy you can use to be your own bank in the future. So I guess we're going to, you know, work our way to yeah, that. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So basically, so that's great. I'm glad you answered that people can get both. A lot of times it's like you either can choose either one, you know, some agents either, oh, I'm a whole life agent. So you get a whole life from them or life. Insurance. I like the fact that you say you can do both. So now, mm -hmm. um, so where I guess most people want to learn is how you can use life insurance to build wealth, like be your own bank. Um, like you started off with. So how can someone become their own bank? Okay, perfect. Okay. So, Going into the whole life part, because again, it, it's different whole life permanent policies out there. And I mentioned an index universal um, life policy. And that's 
a kind of an already put together package of a combination of term and whole life, um, but it's also attached to the stock market. So of course, depending on the um, performance of the stock market will determine the fluctuation of your, your death benefit because um, your cash value is protected. That doesn't fluctuate at all. There's a guaranteed compounding um, rate. But however, your death benefit, because when it's attached to the stock market with a universal policy, that's when it um, fluctuates, okay? But to move forward to the building wealth, becoming your own bank uh, while leveraging a life insurance policy, that's what we get into what's called a high cash value whole life policy. And um, just to give you an estimate, the minimum um, price on one of those types of policies starts at um, 500. You may find some at 300 or 400, but you know, majority of the time that costs at least 500. So this is where you can stuff money into the policy. You know, you can put lump sums of money into the policy, however much you can afford, but you also gotta know is this is long-term. This is until you leave this earth. So therefore you're committed to a 10, 20, potentially 30 year commitment of paying this 500 or more premium every month. However, a lot of people, the, the secret sauce is, you know, you don't want, cause basically once you stuff your money into the policy, right? It's building this guaranteed compound interest rate. Boom, boom, it's building, it's building. Once you withdraw money from your policy, Say, for example, you got a $100,000 policy, because that's the easy number, $100,000 policy. And you stuck the money into this policy. So now your cash value has accumulated, and it's now it's like $10,000. And now you want to take this $10,000. This, this is the secret sauce. People remove the $10,000 from their life insurance policy because, for one, it's not showing up on the um, credit report. It's not, it's not messing with you in no type of way. It's kind of undercover. Right. So people use that ten thousand dollars and invest it into their business, which is profitable. That's going to make a return on that money. So they're receiving a great return, you know, return on investment. So, so then they can then pay back this policy, uh, pay back the money into the policy. And even though you take money out of the policy, it's going to continue to build um, compound interest on the total amount of that hundred thousand. So it's not like because you got a hundred, you take out ten, it drops to ninety, and it only makes um, accumulate interest on that ninety. No, it still accumulates at a hundred thousand. Once you take out that ten thousand, that's tax free money. You don't have to pay Uncle Ben, and now mm -hmm. you can invest into a property. Now you can go buy and flip or do anything. So basically, um, to wrap it up in a nutshell, whatever money you take from the policy, it has to be, I will always say, you know, we're working to build wealth. So you want your money working for you. You never should take money out the policy just to go on a shopping spree. You know, you can, if you got it like that, you can. But a smart investor will always want their money making money and just so it can find its way back to you at the end of the day. Did I explain that? That makes sense. Know? I mean, that makes sense. So I do have some questions. So so you mm -hmm. do so that's what, with the example you gave, you have a hundred thousand dollar policy, and, you know, after two years it has like ten thousand dollars in it. Mm -hmm. 
So if I decide to borrow money, I'm borrowing, I'm only, I can only have access to $10,000, even though the policy is $100,000? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I would say yes and no, because you okay. can um, buy riders, extra features, so you can have access to the whole 100000 if you wanted to. Because you're actually, it's your money. You know, if the company is allowing you to access your money, your death benefit money ahead of time, you know? So God forbid, say for example, you do, like you take that 10,000 out and you do pass away, instead of your family getting that 100,000, they'll more likely get that 90,000, if that makes sense. That makes sense, that, def that definitely makes sense. So mm -hmm. being the fact that you, um, you mentioned that, you know, the starting rate for these kind of policies is $500, um, mm -hmm. Most of my audience are young, you know, we're still trying to figure out life. What would you recommend that they start with um, right now in terms of insurance? Okay, so if they're young and they have kids, so so that's what, excuse me, that's why I will always have like a 10, 15 minute console call just to figure out where you are in life. You know, if you're a single, no kids and you're young, I would recommend one approach, but if you are young with kids, I would recommend a different approach. But if you have the money, if you're young, have money to invest, I would say start out with a whole life policy and get as much as you can get. I mean, get as much as you can afford now because that money over the next 10 years is going to look wonderful. Okay? When you get when you get in your 40s and 50s and you looking to um, enjoy yourself a little more. So I would definitely say start with a whole life policy that's going to, a basic whole life. It doesn't have to be a high cash value, whole life, a whole life policy. It can be a regular, basic whole life policy. Get as much as you can afford. So in the future, you can borrow against that um, policy. That's great. So being that said, um, you say they should get how much they afford. You know, usually people recommend people to get six to 12 um, times their their income insurance. So would you recommend the same thing for a whole life? Right. Yeah. So, you know, me, I always say, like I said, get as much as you can afford. I don't care if that's only 10000 you know, starting somewhere because you can always upgrade. As long as you get into the policy, you can always upgrade. So let me let me touch on that a little bit. So um, once you get into a policy, say, for example, you healthy once you start, right? You get the policy, you was healthy. But during the policy, you, you fall ill. You have some type of illness or um, a di um, you get diagnosed with something, Right. Regardless of that happens, you're safe because, you know, you're in the policy. And now you can take advantage to upgrade, too, in the future. So you can always start low and upgrade. But to answer your question, yes, I always say um, times your debt by three, five, or ten, if you can afford it. But, but um, also, if you're young and with kids, a good starting a good starting. Um, point would be if you cannot afford the whole life will be turned um, and if you can afford a little savvy turn with the return of premium that would be great as well because it's, God forbid if something happened prematurely your kids will have a lump sum to either pay off um, 
the the mortgage for the home they're living in, you know, because especially if you're the breadwinner, you pass away, they can have some money to go towards the, um, their home or for college tuition, all that kind of stuff. So you will get a better bang for your buck with term policies. That's that definitely. Um, with in regards to the, I guess the, I've got the special type of term life insurance where you get the premium back. Um, is that does all companies offer that, or that certain companies that offer that kind of insurance? Okay, and it's term life where you can get the um the premiums back at the end of the term, and yeah, some companies um not all companies offer it. Some companies do, but. So, yeah, so if you're doing your research and you're interested in one company, you just got to, you know, check out their products and see what type of products they offer if they have a return of premium. And if they don't, that's your key to keep looking for a company that does. But if you see any mutual um, company, it's typically um, always a good, a good way to go because, you know, you are the shareholder once you receive a policy versus a, um, a company that has um, you know, shareholders outside of you as the, as the policyholder. That makes sense. So now how does you, like you being a, um, an agent and an auto, um, insurance broker, how do you help people, um, like get a life insurance for those who may want to work with you? How, how do you, how, how do you help them? How do I, okay. Ask me again. How do I help? People How do you who, help people uh, being a life insurance broker get life insurance? How would it be working with you if you want to get life insurance through you? Oh, well, if you want to work with me, as you see, I'm a, I'm laid back. I'm, I'm, I give it to you how it is. I'm not trying to. I'm very transparent. So for, with me, I have a passion of just educating. I want to educate you. I don't want you to just, hey, I got this life insurance policy. My family is good to go, and you just don't even think about it again. You know, I'm, I'm the type of agent, a type of broker that's going to sit down with you, that's going to that's going to hold your hand through the process, that's going to explain everything and answer all your questions, just so you can, in order for you to be able to regurgitate everything I told you. You know, when somebody comes to ask you, do you have life insurance? I want you as my client to be able to tell this person all the benefits you have within your policy in order to encourage others to do the same thing as my clients. That's great. That's great. So being that says, how can people get in touch with you to book consultation or appointments for life insurance? Yes. Well, um, you can definitely call me. Also, another good thing that I'm, I'm very, um, passionate about what I'm trying to convey to my clients is the importance of the affordability. Because most people think like, okay, we in June. Most people think, oh, in June, I know I can pay $100 for this policy. You know, I can see myself paying $100 for the next six months of the remainder of the year. But I, I try to make my clients understand this is a long-term commitment. This mm -hmm. means if the AC go out of your home and your car, if major, if life happens, which it will, are you still able to make this payment every month? So that's a, that's two things I like to educate and make and let them know this is long term and nothing, you know, quick and easy. I mean, quick and you know, something something they can just remove off their expense list if when things get rough. 
But people can reach me on my business number at 954-951-3129. They can also email me at charity, C-H-A-R-I-T-Y, at lifeinsurancelegacy.biz. Also, you can go to my website, lifeinsurancelegacy.biz, and check out some things or just DM me on I, on um, Instagram, prolificcj87. That's great. And I like the fact you mentioned one thing in terms of, like you just mentioned in terms of life insurance, that it's a long-term thing. It's not just in six months, five months. So I guess my question, what are some challenges you see when you're working with clients in terms of like making sure they understand that this is a long-term commitment? Yes, that's, that's huge. Because in my experience, when life happens to clients, when they are writing their bills on one list and they're trying to prioritize and see what they can keep and what they can't, they're on a budget. Listen, life insurance is typically the top three things that's going to be removed. But I try to let my clients understand life insurance is just important as your rent, just as your your car payment, car insurance, cell phone, every recurring bill that people pay every month, light bill, life insurance is just important. Because out of all the bills everyone pay monthly with no question asked, Life insurance is the only bill that will help your family on the worst day of their life at the end of the day. So that's why I try to preach and make sure they understand. That's great. That's great. So being that said, could you close out with a word of wisdom um, for, in terms of life insurance and for those who are listening who may want to get life insurance now? Um, let me see. The the best thing I can tell it, anyone that's listening that has a beating heart is that you need life insurance. Is is no questions asked. There's no need to deliberate or anything. You just need to take action. Ask your family, do they have coverage? Figure out if your household have coverage. If not, you all need to have a family meeting, come together, write down the um, the debt, you know, and go from there. So take action would be my advice. Take action. Make sure your family is protected. If not, hit me up. I'm licensed in several states. That's great. That's great. Um, so thank you again, um, Ms. Charity Johnson, for your time. And I pray that those who are listening, you guys do take action, um, get life insurance. And like she said, she gave her information out. You guys can contact her. And stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you very much.